This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome in. It's Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you. Thursday, December 28th. The Magic fall last night to the Sixers and home at Kia Center. Final score was 112-92. to Philadelphia without Joel Embiid. Magic without a bunch of guys. Didn't have Jonathan Isaac last night. No Joe Ingles. No Gary Harris either. And I think you saw that. The bench certainly was impacted last night. Turnovers hit the Magic. And then, again, a, a struggle to knock down shots from the perimeter. Uh, but it's back to the lab. Actually, a day off today, so little R&R, and then we'll be back at it tomorrow. The New York Knicks in town should be another tough game. They'll probably defend you in a similar fashion to what Philadelphia did last night, but that's going to be a 7 o'clock tip Friday night at Kia Center, 6.30 for the pregame show right here in 96.9 The Game, and on the television side, Ballet Sports Florida. With this man, Dante Marcatelli, he joins me today, and Dante, I don't want to spend too much time looking back at last night. It was a frustrating game. Um, the Philadelphia, I, I, I think without Embiid, they, they kind of wanted to muck it up a little bit. They were very physical, very handsy, as I like to say. Uh, the turnovers hit Orlando again. Look, when you're playing Washington, I think you can survive uh, a turnover-plagued game. But you can't do that against the Philadelphia 76 right. defensive team. They execute offensively when they need to. Um, you turned the ball over 16 times last night, 15 easy points for Philadelphia. And then, as I mentioned, 9 of 33 from three-point range, sub-30%. You shot sub-40% from the field last night, D, 39%, uh, 392 to be exact, 31 of 79 shooting. Uh, it was a rocky night. You were down one after one. You were down six at half, at nine heading into the fourth quarter. Philadelphia just kind of extended the lead as you went, and it was just an offensive struggle last night. Look, Philadelphia is a team, yes, Joel Embiid, obviously, he's the MVP last year and probably will be again this year if he continues at the pace he's playing. But I felt like at times last night, Dante, I was playing the Toronto Raptors, right? It, it felt like a Nick Nurse game. Um, it yes. was frustrating. They were very yes. physical. And he's got some personnel there, whether it's Kelly Oubre or uh, guys coming off the bench like Marcus Morris, who I thought gave us fits last night. We saw Robert Covington last night. He's been in and out of the rotation for them. And then Patrick Beverly, um, of course, uh, the, the irritant that is Patrick Beverly, Gave him 17 good minutes last night. And it just felt like um, they, it felt like we never found a rhythm offensively, D. And I guess that's evidenced by 92 points when all was said. Yeah. Uh, just just, yep. a, just a, a frustrating night on the offensive end, Dante. Well, it was nothing magic basketball, unfortunately, other than that first quarter. And that's what Philadelphia wanted. And, and you said it, boy. Nick Nurse, he mucks things up for you. Certainly, he, he did it with Toronto. He had the horses to do it there with Siakam and Lowry and, and all those guys that he had, Ananobi and then Pirtle. And, you know, just, he's got all that length and size that he did. And he's doing the same thing here. Very handsy with the kind of with the philosophy. They can't call them all, right? They can't call every foul, so he's going to be active. He's, he's going to get into you defensively. But I thought three areas really absolutely crushed the Magic last night. And, and the first was 
settling for threes. Man, it, it just was one of those games, and you can kind of see it, second night of a back-to-back, right, where you know, and it's very difficult to get to the basket because they, they jam things up and they, again, muck it up with that, with that Nick Nurse defense. So it's tempting. They leave you wide open from beyond the arc, and for a team that struggles to shoot the three, and especially with the zone, um, they just kind of settled, I thought, for a lot of threes. And, and you had an off-shooting night from Paolo, one of eight from beyond the arc. Franz was one of five. And if those two guys are going to go two of 13 from from three, then, well, that's 13 shots that you're not getting in the paint or you're not getting to the basket. And I think that that kind of hurt Orlando. And, and again, you can certainly see it. They expended a lot of energy in Washington, D.C. We didn't lay until 2 in the morning by the time they go to bed and all that. But, but still, no excuses. None of them used that as an excuse, which I think was good. Uh, Coach Mosley didn't. None of the players did. Turnovers. The turnovers are, I think, concerning at this point because, you know, when you're driving into the middle of the paint and you're there you and you have a chance to take a pull-up jumper, but you try to squeeze a little five-foot pass when there's no lane to do so, I thought that killed us last night. And then, you know, Pat Beverly and uh, Maxie just picked the pocket of some of our guys, which doesn't yeah. happen. It kind of took off the other way. So I thought the turnovers were absolute killers. So now you have... 16 turnovers, they get 15 points off them, but they get 17 more field goal attempts. 17 more field goal attempts because of your turnovers, and that's a killer. And they end up making 14 more shots than you. You did a good job of getting to the line, but those turnovers are a killer. And the last thing, and this is probably the most concerning for me, and I think this is why it's a one-off because we haven't seen this all year. Absolute clinic at getting whatever matchup they wanted. If it was Marcus Morris working a switch, getting a Cole Anthony, and then backing him down on the paint. They they just beat Orlando one-on-one, just one-on-one matchups every time they needed a basket, whether it was Maxie, whether it was Tobias, whether it was Marcus Morris. Uh, it, it was just a, an absolute clinic uh, to the point that I, I just give Nick Nurse and the Sixers all the credit in the world because they had a game plan, they went in and executed it to perfection. Going to be my call of the game, which is brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. We mentioned it a minute uh, for a minute yesterday, D. Uh, Daryl Morey got it right. Like, I, it's Philadelphia has just yeah. been sort of, um, they've been like, you know, I, what's a good way to explain it? The, the lottery winner who does, doesn't know how to spend their money properly, right? They, right? They've got you. Yeah. Yeah. At Ben Simmons, and it's just been so many. I think miscalculations, and, and and not to say that Doc Rivers wasn't the right guy. I think timing sort of affected Doc there. You know, you make the move for Harden, and you got to make it work. And and when they got to the the sort of critical mass point over the summer, changes needed to be made. And I think they were still holding on to the thought that maybe Harden would be a part of the future long term if they could work out a contract extension. Um, but I, I I think it got to the point where Nick Nurse is available. Um, you know, whether it be a back channels or whatever, and they said that's the guy who's who, who's going to make yeah. all this click, um, Arden or no, and and he did. I mean, I I just think it's a perfect. I think Joel it, Joel Embiid deserves credit for the buy in because I don't think Nick Nurse is probably the easiest guy to play for, but but he does. He he's got that group, especially with the veterans they ended up landing in the Harden deal. Um, it's happened pretty quickly. Indeed, that that's not just a championship contender; that's a championship favorite. I think. Um, as far as the league goes right now, I mean, you're talking about a team with a plus 11 differential. That's the best in the entire league. Um, and and they've got Embiid, it seems like, locked in and in a really good place. And then they do a lot of other things well. I think it's a fantastic point you made 
because I was sitting there watching. As you call him the game, you can't really figure out why it keeps happening. I know we switch screens a lot, but you're right. It hasn't happened all season long. Then I'm going, why is Cole Anthony <laughs> trying to defend Marcus <laughs> Morris right now? And that's because Nick Nor- Nick Nurse was a step ahead last night. Um, and well, and I think, like and, and, again, and, I, and, and I say that, and I know you're not saying it. We're, we're not doing it to pile on Cole Anthony. Cole did. I thought Cole did a phenomenal job staying in front of Tyrese. I thought he defended his tail off. But Marcus Morris is a bigger body, and sometimes it was Paul Reed, and sometimes it was Marcus Morris. So just making the point that they worked the switch that they wanted to get the mismatch, right, to get the the, the clear size advantage, which I think was what they were going for all night. And and, and not to pile on Coach Mosley either, because your point is well, exactly that it's totally. the first time that this has happened basically all right. season long, right? Like, um, it, you know, we switch screens a lot, and that's because we have all that functional size. Um, but it's not that simple, right? Like, it, 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 we can switch screens most of the time and not get caught in situations right. like that. It's because Philadelphia, and credit the players as well, as soon as they saw, you know, the matchups, they were going right to that quick little pick and roll and getting those switches. And then you have to execute from there. It's, you know, Marcus Morris with the ball in his hands doesn't necessarily mean an automatic bucket. Um, it's just they executed. And, look, I, I covered Marcus in, in Detroit. That's his butter spot, getting to the elbow. Yes. And yes. knocking down that fadeaway jump shot, it can be an unstoppable play um, and an unstoppable shot at times. He knocked down a bunch of those. I thought Tobias played really well last night. Took a whole bunch of shots. Okay, so so here's the thing. I, w- I want to touch on Tobias real quick, I, and I'm glad you went there because I'm thinking in my head as I watch Tobias play, here's a guy that just sat there quietly and let Philadelphia fans, Philadelphia media pick him apart, right, because he's supposed to be the third or fourth scoring option. Well, you don't utilize the guy all year. You haven't utilized him for four or five years because you had the Ben Simmons drama, then you had the the James Harden drama. Think about all the drama that Philadelphia has gone through, right? And then it ended unceremoniously with Doc Rivers. I I, I thought he took a lot more blame than he should have for yep. the way that that all went down, right? Because to me, it was all Harden with all that drama last year. So, so you think about all of that. And then, oh, by the way, we're not going to draw up any plays for you, Tobias. Everything's going to be at the... Uh, you know, it, it's going to be all up to Ben Simmons and it's going to be all up to James Harden. But, oh, well, well you only got us 15 points in that uh, decisive playoff game. Where were you? Well, you haven't used me. So I'm watching him last night. He takes 23 field goal attempts. The guy has complete freedom uh, to execute anything he wants offensively. Then he comes through with 22 points, right? And he's, he's and he hits the biggest shot of the game coming out of the timeout with, with eight minutes left uh, when it's a three-point game and he hits a big three in the corner. I, I'm just thinking to myself, this guy has got to have a new lease on life this year. Now it's season six in Philly, and he's only known drama since he's been there. So I, I think that's Nick Nurse. We're not going to play with one guy dominating the basketball. We want everyone involved. We want movement. We want cuts. We want to take advantage of mismatches, and we want to defend our tails off. And I think everybody's benefiting from that, right? Isn't that how it felt last night? Absolutely. And and. Nobody deserves any more credit for any of that than Tobias Harris. I mean, are, yes, isn't Tobias one of the guys that you're happiest for anytime he succeeds? Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. he's just always been such a good guy going back to here. He's another guy I covered in Detroit um, as well. But you're right. He's taken – look, Tobias is interesting because he's an offense-first player, and he's a volume scorer, right? Like, he took 22 sure. shots last night to get his 22 points, and but he's never been a me-me-me guy. It's just kind of the way his game is, right? Um and so I think he's he's had to be very patient. Kid's 31 years old, for crying out loud. He's still got a whole bunch of good basketball in front of him, and he's been a lot more efficient this year. He's shooting 51% from the field, so he's been everything they've needed. I think Nick Nurse has helped unlock it. Um, I think he, he, he is going to have obviously have more opportunities now 
um, it, it, with Embiid down. I think Embiid will be back pretty quickly. But all right, I'm done talking about last night. Credit Philadelphia, but it, it, it was not the most pleasant broadcast for me. It was not the most pleasant game to watch, I don't think. No, uh, no. It was just kind of ugly. 112-92, the final, and, uh, and we move ahead. Matter of fact, let's have our magic look ahead. It's powered by Ticketmaster as Orlando... Uh, one more game here at home. It'll be the New York Knicks again. That is on Friday night, 7 o'clock, at Kia Center, 6.30 pregame. And then out west, New Year's Eve in my Kia Center studios. I can't wait. Phoenix on Sunday, December yeah, 21st. Yeah. That's an 8 o'clock tip. And then you have Golden State on Tuesday the 2nd. You've got Sacramento the next night of a back-to-back Wednesday, January 3rd. And then Friday... Uh, 9 o'clock tip, the reigning champ Denver Nuggets in Colorado. That'll be on January 5th. So um, doesn't get much easier. The rubber meeting the road right now for your Orlando Magic. We're going to duck a break in here. When we come back, I've got an NBA hot topic I'm going to put to Dante. His favorite, Mikel Bridges. Kind of cheating the system last night with the Brooklyn Nets. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Come experience endless fun with your family, friends, or organization in an Orlando Magic basketball game. Enjoy an exclusive fan experience, a range of food and beverage options, and plenty of entertainment for all ages. Get special pricing for groups of 10 or more. Visit orlandomagic.com groups to buy tickets for your group today. More Magic Drive time when we come back right here. 96.9 The Game. Magic fans, the New York Knicks are making the trip from the Big Apple to the Big O to take on your Orlando Magic on Friday, December 29th. Watch the action live as Paolo Banquero, Franz Wagner, and the Magic face off against Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and the rest of the Knicks. We need you loud and proud, Magic fans. Secure your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com and get ready to cheer on your Orlando Magic in this big-time matchup. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. Oh, young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. listen up in business to have a winning streak you need a dependable partner by your side a lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded when it comes to agility and performance city national bank the official bank of the orlando magic has the playbook to help you take your best shot visit citynational.com for more information city national bank is member fdic Great dishes begin with top-quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items, to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. 
After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today. Today we have two very special guests on our program, introducing Lemon hey. and Lime. Hello. For Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Ooh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop-hip. Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Orlando Magic. This is Jalen Suggs of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back. It's Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you. Magic fall last night at Kia Center, 112.92. Back at it tomorrow, the Knicks in town. And that's going to be a 7 o'clock tip as well. Pre-game at 6.30 right here on 96.9 The Game and on the television side as well with Bally Sports Florida. Okay, Dante, I got to ask you about this because I know Mikel Bridges is one of your favorites. And the reason Mikel Bridges largely is one of your favorites is because the dude plays, right? The Brooklyn Nets, he's got the longest active uh, consecutive yes. game started streak in the NBA. I'm not even sure where it is right now. I think it's at 400-something games. Um but part of the reason he has that streak, Dante, is because now twice, they did this again last year uh, once, they started him and played him 12 minutes and then pulled him. It's 423. There you go. 423 consecutive 423 games. 423 has started. Um, Brooklyn was in Milwaukee last night. They get housed 144-122. They got Brooklyn, or they've got Detroit on Friday night. So obviously they don't want to be the team um, that uh, that loses to the Pistons, who dropped 27 straight games. I don't like this, Dante, at all. Brooklyn st- benched their entire starting lineup and then played Mikel Bridges just 12 minutes just to make sure that streak kept going and then sat him down the rest of the day. I, I can't give him credit anymore for this consecutive game streak if they're going to pull this nonsense once a, ge- uh, once a year. That, 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 that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, Dave. Well, let me th- let me ask you this, and and this is without having any knowledge of the Brooklyn system or anything like that. This, to me, in this day and age where it's so easy to get a day off and load management and and this and that, think about the conversations Mikel Bridges has to have and how hard he has to fight and what he has to battle to get the twelve minutes. Right? Think about all think about all the red Barry. tape that he has to go through to get on the floor. Right? They just want to sit the guy. They just are begging for him to sit and miss the game. And he's out there trying to help his team. I know he plays 12 minutes, and, and and you were probably down 25 points at the end of those 12 minutes. But what if it's a situation like you had last night where Cleveland sits Donovan Mitchell and everybody rests? Well, next thing you know, you beat Dallas. 
you go on the road and you beat Dallas, right? You never know. You never know. What if he catches fire, has 13 threes in a game, and, you know, if it's a closer game, you might keep him in. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and it is a little bit of a cheating the system, but you did it with A.C. Green, right? He played 12 straight years or whatever it was, and he had games like that where he'd play 10, 12 best. You did it with Cal Ripken, right? He'd play the first inning or two, and then he'd sit on, on nights that he's banged up. But the guy wants to be out there. If he does it, he can't control his minutes. He can't control how much he plays. He can't control when he plays. He wants to be out there. That's the one thing that they know on that staff. So somehow they came to an agreement on 12 minutes. I don't know what it was. The game was probably well in hand, and it didn't have any help. So, yes, I, I hear what you're saying, and it and it's kind of a little bit, you know, kind of a little bit snake oily when, when you look at the streak, but that's not his fault, and that's not his decision. That guy wants to play, and he's a creature of habit. Did you see that story? He's had Chipotle every day for 10 years. He has had something from Chipotle every day for 10 years. So if I'm Chipotle, I'm looking at it saying, this guy has not missed a game since high school and has something to do with our with, the, with our steak bowls or whatever it is. Right. I think there's a huge missed opportunity there. The guy's a creature of habit. The guy, play, he wakes up and plays in each Chipotle. I, I, there's a lot to love about Mikel Bridges. Well, Dante, it was 32-31 after the first quarter, and Cam Thomas did the same thing. They, and look, they were coming out. They were the second night of a back-to-back. I get it. Well, there you By go. the there way, like, they're just re- resting all of their starters. Like, but see, that's, that is they're no resting. Didn't no we fuck rules in place to avoid that for crying out loud? That is completely... That, that is completely asinine on the hands of the coaching staff yes. and the medical staff to do that, in my opinion. Because you're telling me 12 minutes as opposed to 25 is going to make the difference on this guy's season. If you're within one at the end of the first quarter, play the guys. Because now those guys have played for nothing. And that's your fault. That's not Mikel and Camp Thomas's fault. That's your fault. I agree. You're now sending the message to the team that this game doesn't matter. Hey, we showed up. We did our There's thing. no chance we're going to beat Milwaukee. I mean, the game was in I can't stand that. It's, I mean, that, and you know what? I hope Brooklyn misses the playoffs by one game when all is yeah. said and done, right? It, I agree. It, not because of Mikel Bridges and Cam Thomas. You're right. But but because I think um, that the, those are decisions that come down from on high. And uh, and it is. It's asinine. And and Cleveland's a perfect example. They had nobody last night. Nobody last night. Knocked off the Dallas Mavericks in Dallas uh, for crying out loud. So, no, it's annoying. And real quick, about Chipotle, and I know they're not a answer, <laughs> but I swear if, if people understood how much NBA athletes and professional athletes eat at that place, it would blow their mind. I mean, Mikel Bridges is not the only one. I know. I think. I think they've been keeping that stock high. Uh, the NBA has, has uh, supported Chipotle for about. Well, I eat a lot of Chipotle too, and it doesn't. It's not giving me the same uh, longevity that it is to Mikel Bridges. No, but it's making me tired, and in fact, uh, my knees I do right now. I eat I eat way more way way more of it in in one sitting than those guys do is probably the reason. But you're right. Maybe it's getting like, oh, no, burritos. I, I think that might be the issue. But you're right. Now you look at it and say, hey, if Brooklyn misses the playoffs by one game or finds themselves in the play-in because of one game, then that's what you're looking at. But, hey, isn't this fun, Jake? I know we don't have time for this whatsoever, but I want to talk about this tomorrow because we've got New York, who's now uh, a game behind you. Thankfully, Oklahoma City handled their business last night, and, and New York is still a game behind you. Otherwise, it'd be a three-way tie with them in Miami as well. But I, I, every time the Magic game is over, I'm right to the – I'll be doing it tonight. Every team right around the Magic, I'm watching the standings. I'm watching games. I'm watching scores to see how it affects the Magic in the standings. We're 30 games into this thing, right? We're, this, this is legit. And you've got teams gunning for Orlando like New York will tomorrow. This is a lot of fun right now. 
Dante, starting last night, it was, uh, and we talked about this last week, nine of 11 games against teams 500 or better. That includes a trip out west. One of the teams that wasn't 500 or better, uh, the Phoenix Suns, who are sitting right now at 15 and 15 after a win last night. So, um, yes, this is a very tough stretch, but you're right. Like, uh, like let's do it. I, I, I think if we can get healthy, and that's a big if right now, um, but let's get our guys back out there and let's get one tomorrow against a tough New York Knicks team. And they are. I mean, we're talking about playoff uh, playoff uh, seeding possibilities and all that yes. stuff on the line tomorrow night. Tiebreakers, exact tiebreaker scenarios. That's why last night was critical. It was a winnable game. And if you find yourself tied with Philly, that, that could be a backbreaker. Yep, two more games against the Sixers and uh, New York at 17 and 13. So it should be a good one tomorrow night. We will have a full preview for that tomorrow right here on Magic Drive Time. He's Dante. I'm Jake. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 o'clock, 96.9 The Game. Have a great night, everybody.